Hello and welcome to the Get Social Connected Leader podcast, where I, Michelle Carville, interview business leaders around the practicalities of how, in this hyper-connected digital age, they are embracing digital technologies to tune in and connect and communicate. You can find all episodes of the podcast together with show notes via our website, carvelcreative.co.uk forward slash podcasts. In this episode of the Get Social Connected Leader podcast, I'm delighted to interview Simon Kingsnorth. Simon is a digital marketing expert with 20 years experience across all areas of digital and most offline channels too. He is the author of the international bestseller, Digital Marketing Strategy, now in its second edition. He is also a strategy expert and experienced consultant who has helped many leading brands develop and implement winning strategies across digital transformation, growth, branding, proposition development, campaign management, marketing communications, loyalty, and much more. Simon is also a regular speaker and a contributing author to other books and publications in the field. So Simon, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Absolute pleasure. So we met um, probably a couple of months ago now, didn't we? Uh, Amid, we're still moving through COVID, but I suppose a a little earlier on. And um, I'm an author with Kogan Page, you're an author with Kogan Page, and they invited us to do a webinar um, to their audience. And that webinar was all about digital strategy and, and how that's changing and tactics during this time. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, the digital strategy, as you know, is, is always changing anyway, right? But uh, let's say the first the first nine months of this year, certainly it's been quite drastic. And I think that's in, in many ways accelerated a lot of really good transformation, a lot of good changes, also accelerated, of course, the whole work from home culture and, and, mm. and it's helped a lot of platforms and businesses. But of course, it's harmed a lot as well. And, and many have had to adapt their strategies. And I've, I've worked with a few uh, this year, who have had to uh, to completely rethink the way they're working, but you know, I think they're they're obviously you know it's obviously a very difficult time for for many people. Um, but you know, if you were going to try and find a silver lining from a digital marketing perspective, it's that you know it's accelerated a few things that may otherwise have taken a few years to get going. Yeah, and and that's a good point because. There are, we've seen more, you know, this is the Connected Leader podcast. I I talk about um, experiences and tactics for leaders becoming more visible, becoming more connected with their teams, with their audiences. Have you yourself, you know, you're utilizing social media. Do you want to just, how how did you, I mean, as an author, were you kind of forced into utilizing these channels or was it something as a digital uh, marketeer, you know, and, and, and digital strategist you'd been already engaged with for a while? Yeah, I guess, um, I guess I sort of fell into it um, originally. Um, so it's been an evolution for me more than anything else. So it wasn't like I wrote a book and thought, oh, I better go and do a load of social media. Uh, so yeah, thankfully, I, I had um, I had some presence on, on social media already, um, which is a little bit talking about business, a little bit personal. Um, and I think when the, when the first edition of the book came out back in 2016, I think it was, um, you know, that thankfully it took off quite quickly and that made me think okay I need to perhaps take this a bit more mm. seriously I suppose so um so yeah I think from then I started with okay what should I talk about what should my content strategy be all these all these good things but you know I'm normally buried in projects so I actually have very little time 
to manage my own social media as much as I preach to others about it and help them manage theirs. I tend to let mine fall by the wayside a little bit, yeah. uh, which is a sin really. But, um, but you know, for me, I, I guess what I've found with, um, with social media, what, I, what I've done over the years is, is I've moved away from just shouting um, and talking about um, the book and, and myself and, and various marketing points. And I guess doing a couple of things. One is to try and offer some, some actual interesting insights and advice, which is, you're far more valuable than talking about myself, let's face it. So that's always a good thing to do. Um, but also, I think I've just generally moved away from um, from sharing information. Not that I don't, but that's that's not my priority. Um, my priority with social media has been much more about conversations and um, and listening. And and you know, I, I often tell people that you know, when we when we think about the word social media, we we forget sometimes that it includes includes the word social in it. And you, mm. what, what does social really mean? It's about yeah. having a two way conversation. It's not about talking to someone until they get sick of you. Really, right? That's, <laughs> we've all got one of those friends, right? And yeah. uh, you know, no one really wants to listen to them. So, um, so you know, it, it, for me, it's much more about getting involved in, in groups and communities and conversations and listening to other people's opinions, absorbing those and sharing opinions. And I think that gets the best possible insight and output. And I think everyone benefits from that. So yeah, for me, over time, it's moved from, from just posting um, about digital marketing to much more getting engaged, listening, um, and having those those two way conversations. And then, of course, you get the benefit of of learning and following the trends and everything else that that comes along with social as well. But uh, but yeah, for me, it's much more about the community and the and the conversation than it is just about posting. And and do you find so I'm you know I would say that Twitter is a great channel for that. Is is that one of your favourites? It is mine. Uh, Twitter, I have a very love-hate relationship, uh-huh. with Twitter, as I think probably many people do. Um, was it a comedian said years ago, Twitter is the place that people who've got nothing to say go to say it to people who aren't listening, right? <laughs> I, I think it's a, it's, it's a fantastic um, description of some parts of Twitter, certainly. Um, other parts of Twitter, as we know, are quite dark and quite aggressive. Um, and best steer, steered away from from a, from a business perspective, certainly. Um, so, you know, I think Twitter is excellent at having very short, snappy engagement, uh, uh, really seeing what's trending in, in as close to real time as possible, really, um, and and being able to get involved in, in, in communities to a certain extent. W- what it doesn't do as well as some other channels is, for me, is the group side. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I think LinkedIn has some fantastic dedicated groups with some really engaged, really active people who are willing to share very deep levels of insight. Um, and whilst you do get a bit of that on Twitter, I find that LinkedIn is, is, is a better uh, platform for that. If you've got a specific niche you want to be talking about, um, I think that's a that's a great platform. Facebook again is a bit different, um, uh, much more on the, um, the I guess the casual side, mm. uh, but uh, but as a result, a bit more human, a bit more emotional um, than well, can anything be yep. more emotional than Twitter? I suppose is a good question, mm. but uh, but yeah, certainly more more human, more more of a friendly community in lots of ways. So so you know, I guess you can use all the different channels in different ways, and there's many more you could talk about. They all have slightly different need states, slightly different. Um, users, users, of course, as well, and profiles. But, but yeah, I think I think Twitter is certainly uh, you know, a core channel for me. But uh, but yeah, every every social media channel is different, and yep. I think they all play their part in the mix. Perfect. And so, from when you're working on projects, when you're consulting with teams, inevitably, uh, 
you may be giving certain advice. I I don't know what those projects extend to, but do you ever end up giving advice to leaders about what they need to be doing with social media, you know, and whether or not they need to be more visible, more connected, more accessible? Is, is that something that maybe has changed for you over the last couple of years or maybe the last few months? Yeah, um, I do. I absolutely do. Um, so I, I obviously I, I, I have I, I work on a number of projects at any one time. I suppose is that is if I can get the words out, um, and and have done over the years. So um, I was having a conversation with a business in the states um, just last week, um, where you know we were talking about it's a new business that's just starting up, uh, and we were talking about what social social media looks like as part of the the digital strategy. Um, and you know, whilst we've talked about how they need to develop a really compelling content strategy and that needs to cover all the core areas of the business and the industry and, and anything more relevant more broadly in the world um, and how they should use certain channels both mm-hmm. organically and from a paid perspective, you know, one of the key messages for me was that the guys involved in this starting up this business, um, you know, they need to get actively involved themselves and that's that's critical and that, you know, that plays a number of different roles um, in in the um, uh, in in the overall scheme of the business, I suppose. So, you know, social media is internal and external. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think there's a there's an element of uh, of setting an example for the business. Uh, and so, you know, those leaders out there engaging in social media, the more they do that, the more they're going to encourage. Um, the staff to do the same thing, yeah, um, and it also gives a sense of pride to the staff. You know, to see the the leaders of the business out there um, talking uh, about the business and and, and you know, being being proud enough to shout about the positive things in the business is great. Obviously, those messages um, can also be rewarding to staff. They can talk about what a great job the staff are doing, talk about the customers, talk about new products. So, you know, it brings a lot of engagement. And of course, the more they do that, then the more uh, everyone in the business starts to do that. The the the, the louder um, the voice and, and the more reach you get as well. So I think, yeah, I think it's a critical role for me. Every employee in a business should be getting on social media um, and talking about their business to to some extent. And of course, it has the benefit of acquiring customers as well. I mean, yeah. let's, let's be honest, that's the obvious benefit. But uh, but for me, that that uh, that brand development and the 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 pride internally that everyone gets from when everyone's willing to shout about the business, I think has huge value to it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and of course, the intelligence. I, I mean, I know when I've interviewed a few leaders, they've, they've been very open about that, you know, just by watching what their competitors were doing, just by watching the responses as to, you know, how things were, were when launches happened, you know, how things went, whether it was successful yeah. or not, you know, they gained their own kind of real world firsthand intel as to what's really going on out there. Um, maybe, it, maybe it's, you know, not statistically accurate, uh, but it's enough of a sample to give them a, a steer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I think yeah, it's a positive and a negative. I think you can, you can watch what's going on on social media with your competitors and get a bit carried away and say, well, they're doing this, so we should be doing this. Mm. You always have to remember that you don't know whether what they're doing is actually working or not, right? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I think it's absolutely right that the amount of research and data you can get back from social media to steer your, either your social media strategy or much more broadly your digital strategy mm. um, is, is hugely valuable. Uh, and of course, if you tie that together um, through some of your marketing tech stack with, with the rest of your, um, your activity, you can really start to see you know, who is engaging, how are they engaging out of those 
the ones that are engaging the most are they are they converting the most or the least and you, know, you can really start to paint uh, you know, a, a really accurate picture about uh, the power of social media um, to you and your competitors and then of course there's the SEO benefit as well of course the more engagement you can get tracked straight back to your brand it of course yeah. has the SEO benefit too so um, so yeah huge benefits to, to everyone doing more on social media no question. So what resistance do you come up against you know what objections resistance are, are typical when you're speaking to leaders about getting connected with social media? I think fear is the one um, that I come across the most. And it mm. tends to be in the larger organizations. Um, the smaller ones are usually more willing to jump onto social media. And it's more about actually pulling them back a little bit and saying, well, well hang on, let's just control this. Let's make sure we've got some good policies in place. And, and we've done some training to make sure no one's saying anything they shouldn't be saying or, mm. or, or, or linking to something they shouldn't be linking to, for example. But, um, but I think in the larger organizations, it tends to be a little bit more around fear because you know when you are when you have a large brand having that brand damaged can of course mean significant financial impact on the business so um so for me that that is the the one i still come across it's it's less and less common as time goes by i find yeah. that there's certainly a nervousness around well hang on a minute if we let this guy go on social media and he says something wrong suddenly we're going to have huge complaints and fines and you know it, it's it's extremely rare that it happens but for you generally that's covered off through your really good effective social media training um that can take you through the not just the you know this this is best practice but also you know rules and regulations which of course differs by country and by channel and everything as well uh, but yeah i think with some good training you can factor that one in but that tends to be the the biggest concern i come up against um to be honest with you most people are quite keen yeah, and, and which is good, which is shifting. And I suppose another another aspect that I, I often hear is this, well, I'm keen, but I'm not quite sure what I'm going to say. And, yeah. you know, what what do I do? Do I do my personal life? Do I do my work life? You know, what's what's that balance? Have you have you experienced that? And you know what's your what's your kind of take on that? Yeah, it's a really good question, and I think it's different for everyone. I mean, I mean personally, I um I have dedicated uh, channels for my professional side versus my personal side. Um, that's probably more of a comment on how bizarre my personal personality <laughs> is, and I don't really want everyone to see that. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, I think having said that, um, there's a there's a real gain in in humanity, and and you know, this is something I talk about quite a lot. Is that um, yeah, people often say we're living in the digital age. Now, I, I don't really believe that. I, I believe we're living in the human age, and I, yeah. I think digital tools have enabled us to connect so much more than we ever have done. And that hasn't removed the humanity at all. In, in, in fact, I think it's, it's, it's increased it. I think yeah. it just, we just have, we're able to, to communicate more and we're able to be more human to each other. Um, as a result, consumers have much power, hence reviews, et cetera, which of course has a certain social element to it as well. So yeah, I think the, um, um, the power is absolutely with the, with the consumer and the humanity piece is important. So if you are going to put your, your message across, I think there is a certain art form to being able to think, okay, I'm, I'm using this channel for both personal and professional. How do I just walk that line? So as mm. my personal profile isn't ridiculous and doesn't r remove all my authority. Um, but yeah, but also it's not so dull that it looks almost conceited. Um, so I, I think there's there's a blend there, but personally, I feel if if you can, if it's possible, then it's a great thing to do to have someone blending both their, their personal and their professional life, um, because it's um, it just adds that element of humanity um, to to a leader. 
but it is risky and it's not for everyone. Um, so I think if, if you're not entirely comfortable with communications, if you're not a natural communicator, mm. which some of us aren't, then I think it is safer to separate the two. So that's my personal view. Um, and, uh, and as I say, I, I personally like to keep things like uh, politics and religion and anything contentious yes. out of the professional space. So if you're going to talk about those, then absolutely separate the accounts and, and keep your personal one private. Uh, but um, you know, if you are going to be uh, an, uh, one of the key artists who's able to blend the both and walk that line very carefully, then uh, then it's it's nice to have that humanity. So I hope that makes sense. It does, and I love that. You know, I fully concur with that, Simon. About the human connection. You know, this 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 digital age, the human age. It is it is enabling us to connect more. What. What's your view on, you know, that connection with, um, from the leader connecting directly with the employees, directly connecting with customers? You know, some, some would say, well, that's not the role of the leader to be having those direct conversations or to be that directly accessible. What, what's your position on that? Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think that's the case anymore um, mm. uh, as a rule. I mean, obviously, if you're a CEO or an MD, it, 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 you, know, you, don't, you can't get bogged down in having every customer conversation, of course, because you'd never get a chance to do your job. So I, I completely appreciate that and, and I've been in that position myself many times. But yeah, that, that's not really the point. You know, if there are, I mean, if, if you're in a larger organization, you can have someone running your social media profile for you, of course. So um, you know, they can take those comments offline. Or you can give people templates to say, thanks for your comment. You need to take this offline, so give us a call or email us or WhatsApp us or whatever it might be. Um, but um, but yeah, my, my feeling is that actually that, that humanity and that connection with the customer is a very mm. powerful thing. Um, and I think if, if you feel like someone at the top is, is paying attention to you um, and you get a sense for who they are, I mean, in a B2B relationship, uh, or a B2B business, that, that's really compelling to say, okay, look, you know, we're going to be working with these guys. Yeah. And, and I feel there's a, a, a connection here. I feel, I feel like our businesses work well together. In the B2C world, to be able to look up and, and see that someone is inspirational and exciting in an organization makes you think, wow, those guys are really cool. They, you know, they get me. They, I think I feel like I, they will look after me as an organization. It doesn't mean you're going to start messaging the CEO. I think most people know that that's not really going to get them very far. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that that being you know, being able to touch that person uh, almost is 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 an exciting thing to do for most people, and that connection is great. And let's face it, that's why a lot of people um, love the fact that, that that celebrities are on social media, right? Because yeah. all these people that you know, they aspire to and they, yeah. they'd love to meet, they can almost have some kind of connection with. And it only takes you know, a celebrity to like your post, and you can get really excited about it, right? Which is, Crazy. Absolutely. It, it is. But I, you know, for me, I have some, you know, I've, I, I read a lot of books. I love, I love books. It's, it's just one of the things I did, you know, I stopped watching television so I could get through all the books that I've read. And, and so now people like Tom Peters, you know, who for me, when I was at business school, you know, I was reading all of his books. And I was like, oh, I just think he's great. I, I align with his thinking. I, you know, I love, and now I get to talk to him on Twitter, you know, and he will come back and say, yeah, great point Michelle I'm like what you know so you're you know you're so right that recognition is is so accessible isn't it it, it is yeah and that, that's exactly right being able to sort of speak to your your mentors or your idols or whatever it is it, it's it's really great it's, it's a fantastic connection so so yeah I mean a, a common theme of, of most things I talk about these days is is the humanity and and, yeah. and I think that, again that adds that comes back here as well you know being able to actually connect 
as humans and see that there is a person there. There isn't some evil CEO who's just trying to make as much money as possible, but there's a genuine human being there, I think is is really inspirational for many people. It is. And I think when you and I were speaking, um, when, when we did the webinar for Kogan Page, one of the uh, people, one of the brands that we were talking about just briefly, because it was very relevant at that time, was Brewdog. And mm. I think they do this so, so well. You know, as a brand, the conversations that they're having with their audience is consistent, you know, they, they've got some messages around purpose, around their sustainability. And then, of course, you have their CEO or co-founder, um, James Watts, coming on and talking about his love of sharks and what he's doing. You know, there's just this, I don't even drink beer, but, you know, it makes me very drawn to to pick up their, pick up their yeah. stuff and just say, you know, if I was having a party or a barbecue, we're like, oh, let's get the brew dog in because as you say, it just draws this, they're cool guys. I, I, you know, I want to support them. Yeah. I mean, exactly the same. I mean, I don't, I don't drink beer either. And, and but I, I would gladly drink brew dog if I did So exactly the same. And, and, and that, yeah, I think it made me think of something important there, which is that, yeah, this humanity piece, it has to be authentic, right? Oh, yeah. this, this, this cannot be constructed if you like. So uh, you mentioned obviously that they're, um, um, they're talking about how they're uh, you know, environmentally friendly and, 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 mm. and you know, those sort of initiatives that they're putting in place. And that's great. And I think those messages are really important. Um, but if that's what you're pumping out, if as a CEO you say, I want to be human, so I'm going to talk about our green credentials, if that, that's not really human. That's, that's, that's still doing corporate communications just mm. with your face on it. Um, so, you know, it's got to have your actual personality. It's got to be something that is conversational, is real, is human, is, is something about yourself. Um, that that really is going to bring that to life. It's not to say you shouldn't do those other things. Of course you should. Of yeah. course you should talk about what your brand stands for, what you're doing, exciting things happening in the business, awards you win, and absolutely green credentials if you've got them. And and I hope most businesses do these days. I think that's that's critically important as well. But the way that you really get that connection is through genuinely saying, look, this is who I am as a person, yeah. opening up, right? And that's that's how we connect with people in, in any part of life, right? We say, yes. I'm interested in these things. You're interested in those things. Great, we connect, yep. right? Yep. You don't connect by saying, I've got this car, you've got that car, <laughs> the same car, great, let's be friends. Right? So, so yeah, the, the actual offering of your business doesn't matter. It's that, it's that human connection that, that really makes it scale to the next level. So does. And so what would you say to a leader? You know, what would your advice be, I suppose? What's, what, what piece of advice would you give to um, a, a fellow leader who is, is, is concerned about getting out there? What, how would you, what would you advise them to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would, oh, look, I'm going to sound like a broken record. I'm going to, I'm going to just say the human thing. I won't bang, bang on about it, but you know, everything we've talked about so far, I think is, is really important. Be yourself, right? Relax, yeah. don't worry, be yourself, right? Uh, I'm sure you're a lovely person, so just be yourself um, is generally a good rule. Um, do think before you post, um, I think is, is a, is a key message. Don't, you know, don't react immediately uh, for the sake of, 60 seconds and post something without thinking there's still far too much content out that goes out with um, not only just little typos and mistakes which are easily corrected um, but also with just messages that can be interpreted a number of different ways mm. um, so just you know you do need to have that little air of, of caution about what you're posting um, but I think yeah overall you know if you're building a, a culture um, 
within your business of uh, and personally the sort of cultures I like of sort of everyone working very closely together, you know, good communication, your flexibility. We've all seen how much the world has changed with uh, remote working, which is something I'm a, I'm a big advocate of and have been for many years. I think, yep. um, I think many businesses are finally seeing that actually it works really well. Um, and, I, and I was just speaking to someone the other day, actually, who was saying that their business is not looking to get people back into the office until next June because the remote working is working yep. so well for them. Why would yep. they even bother? So, you know, I think, I think that's important and you know, good motivational um, uh, strategies and, and being very, very positive and rewarding success. You know, if you're, if you're building those sort of cultures, um, then you know, get out there and talk about that. Think yep. about what you're saying, but don't, you know, don't be afraid and you know, don't sit there quiet. You know, absolutely shout about this stuff, be positive, make a noise. Um, but if you're, if you're not sure, if you're nervous about it, you know, speak to someone like Michelle, who will, uh, of course, <laughs> give you the right training to, um, um, to get you through it. But it's, uh, it's really, a, you know, if you, if you've got a sort of cheat book on, on how to make sure you're, you're playing it the right way and you're being safe, then other than that, just yeah. be yourself, be a human, yeah. right? And, uh, and uh, it'll, it'll work. Yeah. Be social. I mean, that's, uh, social. as you said, exactly we forget right. these are social, social channels. Brilliant. So thank you so much, Simon. Loads of insights there and lots of practical things people can do and lots of practical things people can be thinking about as well um, to, to steer their activity uh, around not just their social strategy, but as you said, their kind of broader digital strategy piece too. So in the spirit of connecting and being very human, I like to pose just a few questions questions to you about your thoughts, uh, nothing to do with social, nothing to do with those, uh, those aspects we've been talking about. Just three quick fire questions. Are you ready? Okay, go for it. So if you could change one thing in the world, what would it be? <laughs> That's a huge question. I it's to, enormous. You know what I said about you needed to think about before you say something? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I mean, look, honestly, if I could change one thing in the world at the moment, it would be the political environment. <laughs> um, I probably shouldn't comment too much on that, but I think um, the political systems in the world at the moment are doing us no favours. Um, I think if those could change, then um, the ability that, um, that gives us to... Um, uh, you know, to be far more flexible and far more driven, um, I think is is great. Um, Michelle, I've just realised my um, my uh, Robo Vac has just started. Oh. <laughs> so I'm just gonna just gonna pause that a second. Give me one second. Hoovering <laughs> while you podcast, I love it. Yeah, it's on schedule. I'd forgotten. My <laughs> That's brilliant. I don't think we've ever been interrupted by a RoboVac in my 30 podcasts. So that is the first. I love it. Uh, apologies. I thought I'd no, turn it No, don't be silly. I That's great. That I love that. What, has it got a name, Simon? <laughs> it's called Robbie. Yeah. Robbie. <laughs> great. Okay. So political sense. Back to you then. So which book have you read recently um, that has inspired you? Do you know what? Um, I, I, I'm going to talk about actually a... Um, not so much a, a book, but a person, if you like, mm. um, who, of course, you know, does write and um, and talks and does a great deal of things. So, you, there, there are a million books out there, all, many of which are inspirational. It's very difficult to pick one, but yeah, you know, for me, one person who is is inspiring me at the moment, and probably for a different reason for why he inspires many people, is um, is Elon Musk. Mm. Um, now, the reason I say that is not because I'm excited about the you know Tesla and and spaceships Space. and things like that. Right. So, um, and I, and I, I actually think, you know, a lot of people hold him up as this phenomenal 
businessman and you know you can't say he's a bad businessman of course but yeah i don't think that's that's not it for me um you know he is uh he's, he's clearly a big thinker he's a clearly an incredibly smart guy but you know, for me he makes some fairly fundamental mistakes sometimes especially on social media right which is uh yeah he's he's a great example of what not to do um having destroyed the share price of his business and, and had all kinds of legal issues because of social media. So um so in many ways he's he's a good example to look at there. But for me it's it's the um the reason I admire him is is the is the innovation um and the tenacity and, and the drive that he has. Mm. Um you know I think in 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 today's world you cannot be um, you, can, you cannot stop innovating. You have to be constantly changing and evolving everything you're doing. Your technology is changing. People's behaviors are changing. You know, day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, people, everything is changing in the world. You have to be innovating. You have to be tenacious if you're going to get things done. There are always barriers that go up and you have to be really driven. And, and you, if you look at Elon Musk, you have to say, you know, of anything you can say about him, he is constantly thinking yeah. about new ways to do things. Um, and he's driving really fast and really hard to make those things happen. And you know, I, I honestly think in the future, people will look back at this period of time and, and you know, he will be held up as someone who was a big part of changing the world. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's something that, that I admire greatly about him. And, and that includes a lot of what he writes, not necessarily everything he says on social media. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, great. And last but certainly not least, what's the best piece of advice you've been given to date? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's always difficult to pick one over the last twenty years. I've I've had some great um, mentors and 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 uh, bosses down the years. Had some terrible ones as well, haven't we all? But uh, you know, I've been given lots of good advice, um, and much of that's come from the bad bad bosses as much as the good ones. But um, yeah, if, the one that that always sticks with me it's it's one that many of us know, which is simply that you know you will fail, right? I think that's um, that's important to remember, and that's mm. okay. You know, we we will all fail at what we do and we will all make mistakes, be that on social media, digital marketing or anywhere else in, in business. We will all make mistakes. We're all humans. You're coming back to that human point. And, mm. and that's fine. And, um, you know, failing is okay. Um, the important thing is that when we fail, we fail fast and we learn from it and we correct it and we make sure that failure doesn't happen again. And then we go again and we, and we keep trying and, and we, you know, we'll fail again and yep. that's fine. But, you know, we keep going and we always win in the end. And I think that's, important. And in that human age, I think it's really important for leaders to accept that they and people in their teams will fail. Yeah. And you don't need to cover that up. You don't need to hide it. You don't need to pretend it didn't happen. And you don't need to be over-disciplining people for those things. What you need to do is accept it, say, great, you know, we'll learn more from that failure than we would have learned from that success. Let's correct that and let's go again. And I think that for me was the you know, biggest learning I had fairly early on in my career, but I, I stick very much to it. Yeah, and it's it's a great it's a great lesson and it's a great, great message and a wonderful way to end this podcast, Simon. So thank you so much for joining me. I've really enjoyed catching up again. Yeah, it's been great, Michelle. Thanks for having me again. That's a pleasure. You've been listening to the Get Social Connected Leader podcast. Thank you to my guest and indeed thank you to you for tuning in. Please do feel free to share the podcast with colleagues and friends who you think will enjoy it and indeed subscribe to tune in for more episodes. You'll find the podcast on all the usual platforms and all episodes are also on our website carvelcreative.co.uk forward slash podcasts. You'll also find some really useful digital and social resources on that site too so be sure to check those out. So for now from me Michelle Carvel, your host on the podcast thank you so much for tuning in and goodbye. 
Oh, P.S. If you're a business leader with something to share around digital and social technologies and you're keen to be a guest on the podcast, then I'd love to hear from you. You can email me, michelle at carvelcreative.co.uk.